Hello, Coffee and Combo listeners. It is your host, Liz Bullard, and thank you for tuning in yet again. This episode, I really wanted to dedicate towards um, some of the questions and concerns that had been going on online regarding the different changes, um, how things that are going to be shut down, the effects that this is going to have on people personally. And so I am very grateful that State Representative Stephanie Cummings um, joined me thanks to technology via um, phone, and we connected to talk about some of the changes and policies um, and orders that were that she's seeing at the state level. Um, she also went over some of the resources that people have access to, um, as well as some things that she's doing just to maintain, um, you know, a state of normalcy during this time where um, things have been changing. So um, thank you for tuning in yet again, and for any questions that you have, you can reach Representative Cummings on her social media page, and the link to that information will be in the bio for this episode. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yay! Technology is amazing. This is amazing. So we are recording. Thank you for, you know, coming in and informing the people via the coffee and combos. Thank you very much for having me. I think this is a great way to share real information because there's just so much negative and incorrect information floating around. So I'm happy to help share uh, some true information. I just wanted to um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was just looking at different comments and things, and it just really seems that people appreciate um hearing information from a source that they trust because like you said there's so much information um people are resharing sharing so much information it's like so what is true so it's thank you for um keeping everyone updated thank you very much you know it is there's a constant influx of information and even the amount of real information that we are getting from credible yes. sources can be overwhelming let alone all the people who are sharing the rumors that they may be hearing absolutely so we just want to make sure that we clarify so that people can you know breathe easy and understand what is actually happening around them so that they don't need to rush to the store because not all businesses are closing. Absolutely. So before we jump into the meat and potatoes of it, um, how are you doing, you know, with, you know, self-care, with managing all of this? How are you hanging in over there with yourself? I am doing very well, thank you. So I have tried to make sure that I am finding creative ways to make sure that I'm staying healthy, mm-hmm. you know, getting out for a long walk on the bridal trail. You and I have gone on before. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding a new good read. My yoga studio is now doing virtual classes, so I've been Ooh. able to participate in the True Blue Studios virtual classes. So there's a lot of ways that we can get creative and not let this isolation uh, overtake us. Okay. And so like the walking trails that you mentioned, are those still going to remain open and like accessible? Yes. Most of them will remain open and accessible open and accessible. Um, municipalities, of course, you know, they can close their own parks if they choose to. Um, mm-hmm. we, you still can't gather in big groups. So they don't want to see people out there on the basketball court, you know, 10, gotcha. 20 be playing games and whatnot. They want to see people independently exercising or exercising with those that are already in their household. Um, okay. So those trails are going to remain open. Um, I did share on my website, which is www.rep.com 
trailcomings.com. Um, a variety of different links where you could find a trail near you. There's um, land preserves, there's the trails, um, all sorts of different things that people can try out, especially since the weather is getting a little bit nicer. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be an opportunity to try something new. Awesome. So as we kind of talk about that, let's talk about the thing that's really on everyone's mind in this stay at home order. Can you explain a little bit about what that is and how that's going to affect people? Sure. So what the order that came out last night, which is the stay safe, stay at home order is executive order 7H. And what that does is say that non-essential businesses need to reduce their in-person workforce by 100% by 8 p.m. on Monday evening, and that order remains in effect until April 22nd or until the order is subsequently modified. Mm -hmm. And then it details the kinds of businesses that we can anticipate that will stay open. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a a pretty long list, and there's going to be further guidance, but the the guidance hasn't been published yet, so a lot of people have a lot of different questions, and I've got a lot of questions too. So we are working together collectively on the legislative level to be able to identify, you know, what is that guidance going to look like? Um, it's going to be produced by tomorrow evening. So we will have further detail coming tomorrow evening. But the, the, the main gist of it is the critical sectors defined by Homeland Security, manufacturers, grocery stores, public transportation, the airports, uh, legal services will still be available. But I think most of us are working remotely at this point anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, sanitation operations, uh, the liquor stores will stay open, restaurants will still be able to continue doing business. Um, New York has already issued their guidance, and I have a feeling we will be substantially similar to what New York's guidance is. Um, Yeah. You know, I cannot confirm at this point in time because we don't actually have our own guidance. Absolutely. And I think it's important to note that this is new for everyone. Like when you signed up to be a state rep, like there was not like pandemic in the handbook. Correct. There's (laughs) this is unprecedented for sure. Absolutely. So everyone's learning together. Um, So while um, it is frustrating, it's scary, it's unknown, it's uncomfortable. um, It's just, you know, staying sane, staying level headed um, and just being patient with everybody. Absolutely. And and the essential services that everyone needs to operate their households on a day to day basis, the pharmacies, the grocery stores, those kinds of things are not gas stations. Those are not going to close. So those things are going to remain open. So people, you know, I actually received a message from a pharmacist who said that people are coming in on a daily basis and almost hoarding medications. Oh my. Which is just something we have to be very cautious of. We we don't need to panic. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to be concerned. Of course, we need to take Mm -hmm. diligent steps to make sure that our families are protected, but these, Mm -hmm. these essential services are going to remain open. So there is no need to rush to the grocery store today. They Mm -hmm. will be remaining open. And I think that's important to note because um, I was talking with someone and they mentioned baby formula and they were talking about how, how people who even didn't have kids were hoarding baby formula so that they would have milk on hand. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. And I those know. are critical things. Like I, a lot of my good girlfriends are, are home with their babies and they need the formula for those babies. That is a critical mm-hmm. need for them. So mm-hmm. I just, I want people to, you know, react, like act cautiously, make sure that you, you know, that you're not, go- you're not going to go hungry, mm-hmm. but that, you know, you're thinking it acting in a way that it, you understand that it will impact those around you. Exactly. And I think that, you know, this is going to be a change. Um, day-to-day life as we knew it is not going to happen for a little bit, but, you know, we will get into the routine. And I think that we also have to just realize that 
all of our neighbors are going through the same thing. So like, if you need sugar, maybe your neighbor has hoarded some sugar. So like maybe reaching out, you know, absolutely and just connecting with your neighbors at this time to just reduce that panic and uh, the need to go out. I do think that this is an opportunity for us to re-engage um, in, mm-hmm. with our families, with our neighbors. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that there is an opportunity. We, we can make an opportunity out of this crisis. Absolutely. And I think that there's a lot of different things that people could do um, to make sure that this is not time that they feel is wasted. You you know, you you are in self-quarantine, you're in isolation, but you're not alone. We're all Mm, exactly. And so um, something that could be scary for people is that this is going to be effect um, up until or beyond April 22nd. Um, is there anything more that you could say about that if you're thinking that it or if there's talk of extending or shortening it? At this point in time, April 22nd is the date that was determined by the governor, but he does have the power to, uh, you know, reduce that order or to extend it. But there's no talk of, you know, either at this point in time. Got it. And then um, for, you know, again, for businesses are going to be shutting down. So people are afraid that, you know, they're going to be out of work. You know, they're going to be home. How am I going to, you know, support my needs and all of this? Have you been hearing anything about resources that people can utilize at this time if they're out of work or working on a limited income at this point? Absolutely. So there are a lot of different resources that are coming to fruition and, all of the details will be available on my website. So there's going to be a lot of information. Um, So let's start with the fact that, so for small businesses, the Connecticut Mm -hmm. has been declared a disaster loan, which opens up the opportunity for small businesses to apply for SBA loans. Um, Those Mm -hmm. are low interest loans. I think the interest rate is 3.5 or 3.75. And those are for 30 years. And you can use those for um, recovering from the disaster for operating expenses for, you know, carrying costs, those kinds of things. So th- that is mm-hmm. available. The mm-hmm. Department of Economic and Community Development, more commonly known as DECD, is also looking on putting together a bridge loan package, which would mm-hmm. be available to small businesses at, you know, potentially even 0% for a shorter mm-hmm. period of time to help people bridge the gap for the losses that they're going to, to experience with the closures of their business. But those details, again, have not been released. I talked to the commissioner yesterday morning, and he said that he anticipates releasing the details of that bridge loan program tomorrow, uh, Monday morning. Okay, so it just seems like people, again, just have to hold on as we navigate this new territory. But some of these questions and concerns that people have raised um, are being addressed. Absolutely. And on the individual side, there the federal government just passed um, the Emergency Families First bill, which expanded mm-hmm. the family medical paid leave and sick leave. So people may qualify, and this goes into effect on April 2nd, So people Mm -hmm. for the sick leave may qualify for up to 80 hours of paid sick time and it would be paid by the employer and the employer gets an immediate tax credit back, um, which is the the, the manner of which that is being determined. Um, And then the paid family medical leave is expanded so that family members who are unable to work because their daycare or their school has been closed are eligible for up to 10 weeks paid by the employer. Um, but only in that limited circumstance in which they are they are unable to work because their child, it, their daycare or their school is closed. Again, that's paid by the employer. But there's, you know, you have to meet specific criteria. So I do encourage okay. people to read through it. That all that information is on my website um, so that people can read through it. But there is some um, 
availability of resources for people who have been uh, economically disadvantaged by this because their employer has closed or they're forced to stay home because their child's school is closed. Also, there's been a moratorium on utility shutoffs, um, uh, evictions, executions, which means actually being thrown out of your apartment, um, ejections Mm -hmm. from foreclosures. I know that Franny and Fred, Fanny and Freddie are putting moratoriums out there. The judicial system itself has dramatically reduced the kinds of cases that they are hearing, uh, but they are Mm -hmm. still doing what is known as priority one cases, which are domestic abuse, child abuse, those really critical things that cannot wait until April 2nd. But other than that, the judicial system is taking a step back on the general, you know, car accident type of case. Okay. And then question, as you talked about um, stays for evictions and utilities, um, does that mean people do not have to pay on their mortgages, their rent, their things like that? So there is no moratorium on rent payments at this point in time. Landlords are certainly encouraged to work with their tenants, but a lot of times Mm -hmm. landlords have mortgage payments and tax payments Mm -hmm. due as well. Um, But it does not mean that you don't have to pay. And I, I certainly do not suggest that just because there's a moratorium that you don't pay if you have the means of being able to do that. Um, but I just, I believe it only means that they're not going to be shutting off. And I think services that's, are still being rendered. Yeah. And I think that something kind of important to talk about because there's been some kind of talk of like, some people think like you don't have to pay. This is just like kind of use everything. But like there's going to come an end to this and you don't want to be in a hole where you owe more than you can ever catch up. Correct. At some point in time, you know, the piper will want to be paid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do incur. There's there are certain situations where people are going to be unable to make exactly. their payments. But that does not mean that if you are capable of making your payments, that it's encouraged that you don't. We do exactly. need to kind of keep the economy going. And there are definitely different ways that we can support our small businesses, even though they're closed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can buy gift certificates. Uh, all of us are going to want to go to the salon. Oh, yeah. Reopen. So oh, you yeah. Buy a gift certificate during this period of time because these people, this is their livelihood. Mm-hmm. So they're going to need our support and we have to be a little creative at this time. Well, thank you so very much um, for giving us the up to date details. Um, in case people ask, this should go out within the next 24 hours so that people stay updated and that you can share that. Um, is there anything else that you would like people to know um, before we kind of sign off? Just that, you know, we are all in this together. There's a lot of information floating out there. Feel free to contact me. Uh, my website, again, is repcummings.com. There's all sorts of resources. Um, one other thing that people should be aware of is that the schools are still providing the free meals to the children. There's a list of schools that are available in Waterbury so that, you know, our kids are not going hungry. But we need to add that also that the United Way is working on putting together a rapid resource um, package so that people who, again, who are disadvantaged, who may not be able to pay their rent, could reach out and get that financial assistance. So everyone is coming together, but make sure that you look at reliable resources. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of information that we share. Awesome. Awesome. And very last question. It's so important. Um, how are you doing with your baking? Are we going to see some more baking um, pictures during this time? I am hoping to be able to bake my little heart out. I've been making my, my latest obsession has been Irish soda, uh-huh. milk, which is so good. And I have to hide it. from myself. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm very looking forward to like some self-care time. I've got my books, I've got snacks. Um, so 
Um, I think what we should do is share, you know, what what's on our to be read pile. Oh my gosh, that might be yes. a fun way to be able to engage with each other, mm-hmm. talk about some books, and you know, a deep dive into Narnia. Listen, I look forward to um, how people are going to be connected and connecting through this time. So please um, feel free to, if you want to continue to update the people, um, let me know um, and stay safe. Absolutely, you too. Thanks so much for having me on. No Liz. problem. Be well. Bye bye.